2020 ain't no fucking yo, punk, yo. No. Yo. I think we open with that. 2020's at it again. <laughs> yo, it ain't no fucking punk. Shit. 2020 is the date raper in college. That's the fuck 2020 is. <laughs> 2020 is Remy from Just High Learning. Pussy. Just taking pussy. Put her on the phone, you black bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit. <laughs> Put her on the phone, you black bitch. <laughs> That's what 2020 is. This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy, Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is our... And I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. Oh, y'all just try to blame me out. Oh, George. I'm being a pastor. <laughs> this is a trigger warning. Killed 50 people. Politics, racism, sexual abuse. This is supposed to be a food. Let me finish. Welcome to Decoding 40. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rook, and I am here with my main mans. Yo, this is L.O. a.k.a. Brother to the Night. And right now, I'm the blues in your left eye trying to become the funk in your right. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Vin, in the building, chilling. I don't even know what to say after that. This motherfucker went. What, what was dude? What was the character's name in that movie again? Darius. Uh, Love Jones. Great fucking movie. Who are you? I said I was. <laughs> oh, all right. I didn't hear that. Aller, Alaric is looking like her. Darius right now. That's look like his name is Darius right now. Right. Boy, been in the building. If you didn't hear it the first time. Hey, what's up? It's Alaric. Wasn't even that creepy. No, it was less creepy. I thought I, was, I, thought I would change it up. Change it up a little bit. Give you a little peppy creep. Yeah, that's the that's the guy at the Starbucks. He's got his laptop and he's been creeping at the same chick. Hey, how are you? <laughs> yeah, the Wi-Fi is great here. How's yours? <laughs> oh, come, come to my car real quick so I can knock you over the head and put you in my <laughs> my truck. <laughs> you know, I'll start off this week. I never start. I'm gonna start off this week. Yeah, man. What's going on in my life? Everything is good, man. Everything is good. So I'm, 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 I don't know if I need to go back to the chiropractor. I got almost full motion. I told y'all guys I was going to the chiropractor. That's been great. Um, I just rearranged my whole office. I ripped out the whole, I ripped out everything in my office and put it back together. It's looking like I got space and got a new setup. So I'm excited about that. Still didn't get my computer fixed because mostly I can't give it up for two to three weeks. What else? I've been getting out regularly been leaving the house been in the streets i took the i took the car to the car wash finally because i've been going out and i took the car to the car wash the guy was like when you take it to the car wash and the guy at the car wash is like damn that's when you know he's <laughs> after he washed it the, the owner came over he was like listen listen you need to bring this back okay we need a we got a little corrosion over here we got to get rid of it come back and we make it nice so got did, the car wash yo they were like, he was like, no, 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 we can't go inside. We can't go inside. Okay. Right. <laughs> the last time I went to the car wash, they wouldn't do the interior. They said no okay. interior. They had mad people too. So, and I went like right when they opened, and they were like, nope, they don't do interior because of COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I had to move one of the baby seats last week 
so that the, a third person could ride in the car. And the amount of fucking broken pretzels and <laughs> old food that's underneath the car seat. I was just like, God damn, I really have not been to the car wash. <laughs> but if you're ever in a bad situation and you're yeah. stuck in the woods, you're going to survive at least three extra days because you've got those crumbs there. But, you know, I used to lose it on my kids. I'd be like, this is not a garbage can back here. <laughs> you know, it's totally my wife's fault because I don't give them snacks in the car. Oh, you starve them out? Yeah. You just wait till we get home. Ooh. You know, you roll the windows down. <laughs> Daddy, I'm hungry. No, we're fasting right now. You're not hungry. That's no, just in your mind. your mind. Drink some water. <laughs> Drink some water. There's water back there. Drink it. My mother Breathe. used to say, swallow your spit. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe through it. Breathe oh, through shit. it. What's up with you, Vin? Chilling, man. You know, work is work. Uh, yesterday, I had the day off, and I went to Mountain View Creek in uh, Vernon and to this tree treescape thing. And basically, what you do is uh, you climb, and you go through these, like, different obstacles. It's really dope, right? So I did the first two, no problem, right? So... I have to prove something to myself. I don't know what it is. I just have to. I got to go the extra mile, right? So I decided to do the last one. My G's, when I told you I was like fucking 50, 60 feet in the air <laughs> in them trees, I'm going to tell you right now, this shit was terrifying, okay? Mm. So like when you first get there, they'll train you and they say, well, if you're in trouble, you have to you have to yell staff, right? So I get to the last, op- I get to this middle obstacle. It was basically a wire across the trees and it was like a V where the, where the actual handles were, like where you can hold on to. And that's all it was. And the wire was held together by strings. That's a bridge? It was a bridge. It was like one uh, wire bridge. And I had so- to go across this shit. Now, you're strapped. You know, you oh, have your, okay, fuck, your okay. harness. No, son, I'm not doing this shit without no harnesses. Come on, man. What the fuck is this? This ain't Ninja Warrior. <laughs> this, is, this is real life. So <laughs> You went Bear grills. Nah, son. Nah, son. I wasn't doing no shit like that. But. Okay. Still, it's terrifying, right? I'm going across this shit. At one point, yo, I start. I, I thought I was gonna be. At, I had to yell staff, but I couldn't because my daughter was right behind me. She was like two or three obstacles behind me. She had actually came and did the obstacle, mm. so I couldn't be the fucking bitch and, and yell and be like staff. <laughs> my daughter be like, yo, for the for the rest of my life, my daughter be like, so what you gonna do, staff? She would just be yelling that shit at me. <laughs> Infection. <laughs> Staff. Like, yo, take the garbage out. Staff. Flashbacks. Yeah. Yo, man. But um, the shit was crazy. Um, it's a great workout because I woke up this morning sore as shit because you wow. you using all types of muscles to try to keep your balance. Hmm. And then the last part of the obstacle is you got to come off the tree. The trees are probably like 35, 40 feet up in the air. So it's like a platform and you got to um, attach yourself to this tether and you got to just repel off the fucking tree. Now, I was going through the obstacle and I was seeing people being helped and shit like that. But when I got to my shit, there was nobody there to help me. So now I'm, I'm looking around fi- trying to figure out how the fuck I get off this shit. So I finally figure out that it's a tethering thing, but I don't know how fast it's just going to drop me. So now I have to trust that this thing is not going to fucking plummet me to my death. <laughs> you had that much confidence in it, huh? But the thing is, is that, and the thing is, what, what it does is like, as soon as you jump, it adjusts to your weight and it and it just kind of brings you down slow. Oh, okay. But I didn't know that. And when you try to test the line, so like I'm grabbing it and this shit is like really giving too much. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why is there no tension? 
but it's based on the weight or whatever. When you, as soon as it recognizes your weight, it, it catches you. But yo, to jump off that shit and not know what's going to go down, yo, I was terrified, man. But what are you falling to? The ground, the ground is it's, it's just the ground right there. Oh, did they tell you that that's what the apparatus is supposed to do when you jump? No. Or did you just say, I think that's probably what it's going to do? And I'll just, I, I well, I hoped, I was hoping that was going to oh be, oh my it. God. <laughs> You know, I took the chance. I said, fuck it. It's good. It's, it's got. And I looked at the thing. I was like, well, it's got to be some sort of apparatus that, that'll stop me or it'll, it'll catch my weight. I'm just I hope I'm not oh too big. God. Yo, oh my God. what if that was the wrong obstacle? Like, no, that's not the obstacle. Not that one. <laughs> right. And you just fucking jump to your death. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I figured it out. But it was. Oh, um, And then I did this. There's zip lining through the it's like you, you go to the, the last one I did is two zip lines. And the distance between the trees is, yo, it's like about 100 feet. So it's kind of mm. like a long distance. And you zip line into the other fucking structure and you got to climb. It, it was, I tell you right now, it's, it gets scary at some points. Because the nigga was hyperventilating a little bit. Like, because I got, I started to get really nervous because I was by myself. And that bridge was so skinny. It was literally a wire that you got to fucking go across. Yeah, you're harnessed up, but you still, you don't trust that shit. Right. Mm. I, I know I'm harnessing. I, I got this cables and shit, but I'm like, yeah, nigga, I don't know. It'll be my luck. Final destination out this bitch and it, and the shit will break <laughs> and the nigga fall 70 feet to my death. You know what I'm saying? So you still, you know, you trying to use your own strength to get through it. But well, remember, to always tell a joke on your way down. Can, can, can I ask you a question? <laughs> where, where, where'd you find this uh, white people activity? Groupon. No, actually, um, I went I went. Two summers ago, and did zip lining there. It's uh, I just like zip lining. I've I've done it in Jamaica. Uh, I did it. Uh, where else did I do it? I did it in Jamaica. I did it here. It was somewhere else. I might have done it. I no in um when I went to Cancun, a long time ago. So it's fun. I like I, I like the shit. It's dope. You know what I mean. So I went two summers ago, and then this summer I was like, let's do something different. And um, it had zip lining in it. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. You know what I mean? And it's fun. And it's something that you want to do with your family. They have it like for little kids too, like mini zip lines for the kids and shit like that. They got for the adults. But um, it's 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 a fun time, man. Me me and the wife are probably going to do that every summer, man. At the end of the summer, we're, we're going to try to do it. It's, it's just dope, man. It's a good family activity. Cool. I, I can take my family because my wife's not doing it. <laughs> It'd just be me. And I'd probably have to force... Now nah, you'd be surprised. You listen, my, my daughter was, yo, she got some balls, man, because I, I, listen, I, I thought I was going to have to call staff. Embarrassed the whole fucking family out there. The whole family name destroyed it just in one call. <laughs> staff, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's actually a good question. When you guys were kids, did you make your parents do things they didn't want to do, like ride roller coasters and other things like that? Because I definitely did that. Of my mom's did that shit. She was like, fuck that. Mom, I, I've been to amusement parks with my mother. She did not get on any rides. She was like, no, I can't do that. I'm not doing it. Have a I good time. My father was like, y'all, I y'all, say y'all same. have a good <laughs> I want to say same, but I do remember my mother uh, was partial to the Himalaya at Coney Island, mm. which wasn't really serious, but yeah, she wasn't getting on the cyclone, though. No. You're the first cyclone, time I went on a cyclone. Cyclone is like, you're really risking death, basically. Had I known back then what I know now, I would have never gotten on the cyclone. 
Yo, that shit. Did they fix it? They fixed it though, right? They fixed it. Don't now. matter. It, it, do they really ever really fix the cycle? They they fix it every day, B. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that clack, 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 clack. Every day is Yo. a new adventure. Every day is a new adventure every on the cycle. I remember getting on that shit. I must have been about eleven or twelve years old. I said, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna die. Cause the way that shit sounded and it yeah. was wood. Yeah. Yeah. And I had been to great adventures and I've been on higher roller coasters, but that shit right there and that first drop, I thought it was going to come off the tracks for real. Yeah. You on the Batman ride at Great Adventures, it's just like, oh, my stomach feels nauseous. Yeah. But you go mm-hmm. on a cyclone, it's like, oh my Yo, God, this is sciatica. coming off the tracks. Right. I have sciatica now because of the 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 the, the jostling from <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Let's smoke it. What's up with you, Rick? Oh, let's see. Um, big news this week is the baby is out of our room. Mm. Baby now has his own room. The first night, he jumped in the bed and went to sleep. Wow. No problems. He, the he, next he, day, he took a nap. No problem. The following day, uh-oh, <laughs> he won't lay down. Mm. He won't get in the bed. He mm. wants to read books. He wants to play with this toy. He wants to go potty. Let's read books. He won't lay down. Um, he he lulled you into a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought that this was this was just going to be easy. Now he's good. Like you just have to either turn off the light or you have to sit with him for a couple of minutes and then he'll go off to sleep. But, you know, I, I thought the adjustment was going to be harder. And I think it's easy, relatively easy. But now here's the thing. When one of them gets up, because their rooms are right next to each other. The other one gets up because they wake each other up. They want to tell each other good morning. Why? <laughs> Why do you have to talk to each other? Just be quiet. Let mommy and daddy sleep a little bit longer. Because I thought that's also was going to be a benefit, but it's not really working out that no, way. Sir. So, no, but, sir. You know, now we don't have to sneak around in the middle of the night. <laughs> we up, y'all up. Yes. <laughs> Clanking their cups against oh, the uh, prison my cell God. doors. Exactly. One starts with the mommy, 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 mommy. The other one, daddy, 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 like he's daddy, daddy. Then they'll switch. Oh, oh my God! In they know how to work. They know how to work a nerve. We changed our name. We don't live here. <laughs> Does hearing daddy ever get tired? At six in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Almost immediately. I feel like mothers would be more inclined to want to change their name, though, for a title. But mommy? She, yes. My wife definitely gets it worse. Yeah. Because I remember when my sons used to say mommy like it was going out of style. I'd be like, no, my name's daddy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not directed in my direction. That's not... <laughs> It's not for it's me. Not calling me. They haven't rung my bell. Sorry. I hope that works out. I hope that works out. Let me know. God bless you. Good night. And they don't stop talking. They just keep talking. Oh my God. They keep they talking keep and keep talking and keep talking. talking. Do you ever stop <laughs> fucking Could talking? Shut my the fuck up. Oh. My daughter has just reached this this stage of the constantly talking. Yeah. Uh, 
and the asking of the questions. Yeah. It hasn't gotten to the point where I'm like, shut the fuck up. But you'll never say shut the fuck up. No, you'll never say. No, I'm not going to say it to her in my head. I haven't said it in my head yet. I haven't said it in my head yet. You haven't you haven't been there yet. Okay. No, no, no. I haven't haven't been there yet. But I've just noted that you have been talking since 730 (laughs) a.m. It is now eight o'clock. Aren't you tired? Not at all. Nope. (laughs) Battery is she got the energize in her back, son. Yes. And she's eating good too. It's not like she's eat, she's living on oodles and noodles and fucking fat back. Your child that's, is eating your, your child is eating the freshest of vegetables. That's when we fucked up. No more organic. It's all McDonald's <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> gotta slow we gotta slow them down a little bit. Bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> give give give, give about four bacon, egg, and cheeses. Yeah, and no, can we get stupid. an extra pancake? Let me get an extra. <laughs> we'll sprinkle heavy, some lead on it. Heavy syrup. Heavy mm. syrup, please. <laughs> sprinkle some lead on it. Please. We gotta slow you up. Cause them questions is getting on my nerves. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Lead baby, you got lead baby. You up? What's going on with you, L? Ah, uh, and on this episode of this ghetto apartment, <laughs> we find <laughs> our tenants still. Yo, at this point, I was thinking I need to figure out a way to claim these Negroes on my taxes because they are <laughs> practically living here at this point. It is out of control. I finally have walls up on every wall so that's good um although i i looked at the last wall that they put up and i'm like i think they took a half an inch too much out of the room so i was taking a nap and my wife was talking to the contractors so initially when i looked at it i'm like all right, how much of an asshole am I going to be tomorrow morning? Because they really need to tear this whole fucking wall down, which means they need to redo it, and they're not going to be happy with me at all. But I want it done right. So, you know, it depends on how much uh, I drink tonight and how I feel in the morning <laughs> when they find me. But so A half an inch? You're going to make them do the whole thing over again? A half an inch in a five-by-eight room is pretty significant, particularly when it's a wall that is connected to the bathtub. Because you are actually encroaching on the bathtub where you should have the seamless lines around the bathtub. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have that. We're at, the wall is actually going to, if I leave leave it the way it is, the wall would actually, if you can think about where your feet, of, feet are when you're in the bathtub, the wall would sort of come ahead of the actual tub. So it's going to be a problem at some point. So the, the right thing... Understand. <laughs> if they had aligned the um, the framing properly, mm-hmm. the sheetrock and the wonderboard would be right at the edge of the bathtub. Mm. So when we tile it, the tile would fall right in unison with the lip of the tub. What, the way that it's set up now, the wall will actually be a half an inch encroaching onto the tub. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So it it will actually be ahead of it, it'll it'll be leaning forward. So that means the entire wall will be leaning forward a half an inch. And while most people say, you know, it's it's not gonna be, you know, that big of a deal, the fact that every time I see that, it's gonna be a problem for me. Half an inch. Half an inch. Yeah, who is doing the measuring over there? Uh, apparently drunk and blind motherfuckers. They need a new measuring guy. Yeah. 
You know the Jamaicans they, measure with their thumb. They no, it's like, not the Jamaican dudes. It's not the Jamaican, oh, it's not the Jamaican dudes? Okay, okay. See, so you're about funny. to slander us. No, yeah. I was. I was. Oh, totally. Absolutely. It's a black dude. I don't know his background, but the Jamaican, I told you last week, the Jamaican dudes had fixed his framing. So he came in not realizing they had to fix his frame. And he's like, yeah, this is real good work. <laughs> I know like, I didn't do it. <laughs> like, who the fuck I, did this? Who did this? Hard, be like, yeah, they had to fix your work. Oh, and man. the guy who did the frame, and this is the same guy who did the framing on the other wall. So I'm like, why did you say? Why'd you allow him do it? Because he had done both walls. So, so both of them were fucked up, right? But you knew that though. No, so they- I I called out the the first wall. But the second wall, I was kind of trying to think optimistic because I was like, all right, if it lands right here on the tub, then, you know, meaning flush with the tub, then it'll, it won't be a problem. But I should sh- have I should have called it out. Um, mm. But I was trying not. I want I want them out of my house. So it's, it's again, that mm-hmm. balance between perfection and getting the, the job done. So. So, you know, so that's where we are. Um, hopefully they will be done this week, uh, next week, the latest. I really hate that they're going into the holiday weekend and still being here since they've been here since July. But it it is it, it is annoying. it is really annoying. But on the more fun things, um, I want to also call out. I, I caught a little bit of uh, Brandy versus Monica. The music was good, but they were playing it a little too cool. So I, I would have. I was hoping for them to be dancing and kind of having fun with it, but they were they were trying to be too cool with it. Did we figure Brand- out who the boy belongs to? No, I, I didn't. I didn't make it to that song because we had okay. a call. But uh, Brandy is thick than a mug right now. Is she? Hmm. Jeez. Mon- Monica used to used to take her visually, but uh, I don't know where we at right now. I haven't seen Monica. Monica- in Really on some slimmy stuff right now. She had a, a super, been on uh, Louis Vuitton like uh, bikini type thing. I don't know what what it was, but it was tight as hell. And the other thing is, I'm having fun in my. Uh, I told you guys last week, I got it uh, accepted into black conservative Facebook groups. Oh, and, oh how has that been going? Oh, the, first the king of, of trolls. Yo, these cats unleashed terror. literally on Earth too. Like the facts that they subscribe to don't even make sense like to the point where i was having fun i was like so dude was like i i hit you with facts i'm like no you can't just say uh by a thousands exponentially and consider that a fact that's your fucking opinion you idiot so i and then i said well most facts are followed up by citations so if you have a citation i'll read it and I'll see, you know, where you're getting your facts. But uh, he, that's when he logged off. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> they don't think about citations. Citations. Trump so what, said it. One what brother. About? I'll tell you what, man. Come on. And I'm I'm really starting to think there's a lot of uh, Russian trolls in these groups. One one brother posted how he has three or four sons, and he does not uh, talk. He does not give them the talk about uh, dealing with police because he thinks that. As long as they carry themselves as uh, up, uh, abide, uh, law-abiding and upstanding citizens, they won't have any problems. Oh, so he so hasn't had his nigga wake-up call? Right. Why didn't we okay. try that? Oh, we, we've been fucking up this whole time. Why didn't exactly. we try that? You just got to think positive. Oh, shit. So I said, listen, everybody has different experiences, but I truly hope 
that this brother does not have a wake up call and I'm praying for his sons that they never have an encounter that makes him wish that he didn't write this piece. So I got a tag saying that I'm demonizing the brother for his experiences because not all black people have been uh, abused, abused or brutalized by the police. Who said that white person? Oh, well, a, a black white person, Oreo. Oh. So I said to him, hey, listen, I'm not demonizing him. What I'm saying is everybody has different experiences. True. But I deem our greatness by the least of us. So if there are any one of us who are suffering from police brutality and, and, and killings, then there's something not right in our society and not not just black community, the American society. So. Actually, he did write back and I was like, no, nah, I'm not fucking with this because I have found that a lot of the um, so-called Republicans and conservatives are highly triggered and emotional people. And because I'm not fully invested in anything that they have to say, I can kind of walk away. I can say my piece and I can walk away. But it is very cathartic because you get to kind of just shit on people that you have no feelings for and you get to move on. It's like, like I get that part of social media right now. It's like, nah, I can shit on this person and not feel bad about it, and not shit on them in a way that's negative, but shit on them and like show them how their perspective is a little bit askew, and they just yeah. need to maybe rethink how they're approaching this, uh, whatever topic it is that is up for discussion. Hi, this is L. O. Do you have problems with people? Shit, <laughs> are you paying too much money for a therapist? Fuck all that. <laughs> Just log on to this website and talk shit. Facebook.com slash groups. Log on and talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> there it's, it goes right there. It's the book. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so that's that's what's been going on with me. Um, Jesus. You're like in Troller's Paradise right I now. I am. I am. It's like. <laughs> like just, eating, just eating heads. Right. Eating it, it's almost <laughs> like porn. It almost is like porn. It's like, like a guy of, who's like, sitting up with the, on a mountain with the shotgun, just picking them off. Yeah. That's what he's doing. That's what he's L, doing. L, L spooked, spooked the sap by the door. They they literally don't deal in reality. They are really dealing with emotions. And they want to be accepted as full Americans, but only if it's against the backdrop of whiteness. And that's very disturbing. Mm. Jesus Christ. We need a real drop squad. We do. We do. All right, guys. So. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all and go to www.decoding40.com make sure you sign up so you can keep following us thank you for listening to coding 40 <laughs> god damn it no. so 2020 is back at it again busting the 2020 gun unfortunately we lost the late great legendary chadwick bozeman we also lost john thompson and cliff robinson every time we think 2020 can't get any worse it doubles down apparently chadwick was sick for the last four years and nobody knew when he was working, making great work. He played James Brown. He played Thurgood Marshall. And of course, Black Panther. And he made quite a few other movies. Um, I actually, I still have not seen 21 Bridges. So that is my mission for September is to 
track that movie down and watch that to find that. But um, how do you guys feel about this about uh, Chadwick and the, any other brothers? Yeah, I was uh, I was heartbroken when I saw that Chadwick passed away because um, he just seemed like a really genuinely nice and good and decent person. Like he didn't seem Hollywood at all. And all the success is like you were rooting for him after Black Panther, like blew the doors off of the theaters. Like you, you were just rooting for him to do more great stuff. Even when I saw Black Panther, like I never connected him to um, him playing James Brown and get on up. Like he was so James Brown. Like I didn't even think of him as being the actor who played James Brown. Mm -hmm. um, he was the perfect person to play Black Panther because of his humility, you know, like he was a prince that had this power, but you don't unleash the power. You reserve the power for correcting things that need to be corrected, not just to step over people or there wasn't this bravado about him. I don't know, man. It's 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 really a shame. And you, you, you hear back all of the speeches that he's given. And um, when he was talking, uh, he's accepting an award. I can't remember what it was for, but he was talking about these two cancer patients, uh, these two kids. Oh, that was just an interview with a uh, serious uh, XM. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. He was on stage with Lapita and um, uh, the other one. You know, that was that it was heartbreaking to hear him talking about how connected he was to these two kids who had cancer. And um, the kids were holding on so that they could see Black Panther. And mm. and at that point, he knew he was sick. He knew how sick he was. And uh, wow, it was it was just it was just kind of kind of uh, brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, same. Yeah, I was heartbroken as well. And because um, I actually first saw the news in the um, in the WhatsApp chat for the uh, group, and I was like, what? And I was waking up from a nap and I'm like, OK, I'm not reading this right. So I started, you know, Googling it and I'm like, yo, this is insane. And um, I he he is one of those brothers that I have. Um, I, I've come to respect his work. And it's like a, a few actors where if I see that they're in it or a part of it, I'll just watch it just on the strength of their resume. And he was one of those uh, actors and just having seen him talk from his heart and from a, a, a space of humility, I have um, had grown to respect him as a person and a human being. So I was really devastated to, to hear that um, he had been suffering with this disease for four years and still going on, you know, to, to do his work and having lost my grandmother to cancer and to see the debilitating effects that it has on the person, I was. It's funny when I saw the picture that was circulating around social media that was um, concerned about his health and his weight. That was actually the first thing I thought of, but um, there was no confirmation of it, so I just kind of let that thought go. So yeah, I watched Black Panther again, and I'm going to watch Marshall this week and Forty Two. But this dude has an, a tremendous legacy. I, you no, know, he's an HBCU grad, so I always have love for that. And um, the, and he the, played everybody. He played everybody. And that's that's what I thought was fascinating about him is that he maintained his integrity in terms of the roles that he decided to take on. Yeah, most definitely. And that I think is powerful. Um, 
particularly at 43, younger than us, to have made such an impact and to have been so laser focused on the type of um, legacy he wanted to leave in terms of his artistry is uh, incredibly commendable. And um, I think we all lost with his death. Yeah, that, that this shit kind of hit different, man. Um, what Rick said earlier is something about his the energy that came off of him that was just so regular. You know what I mean? It didn't have that that air of you know I'm I'm this dude, and and rightfully so. I mean, he played Black Panther. He played a lot of great people, and and but he his energy was different, man. I was reading something like I think it was on Twitter, or whatever. Someone made a comment. She was like, I was having a bad day, and I'm a. She was like an Uber driver, or whatever. And she gets the the ping or whatever, and she pulls over, and he gets in the car. She doesn't even know it's him, and he she hears his voice and turns around. It's like, oh shit, it's Chadwick, right? So she's going through the whole motions. She's having a conversation with him. She said he was very very nice, gave her a great tip, and was just a a really nice human being. She was like, it was like a six minute ride, but that it, it meant so much to her. Mm. And he was that type of person, like you know, based on a lot of you know a lot of people who made comments of meeting him and things of that nature. And then I watched that um, Jimmy Fallon one where he does the, where he's meeting the people. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And that shit choked me up because he, he meant so much. That character was so much, you know, so deep for a lot of people, for everybody. You know what I'm saying? It was a dope movie. It's a shame, man. You don't, you don't know what people are going through and, and you know, that cancer shit, Four years is, is is he did pretty he did pretty good considering if because he, he had stage three when he first got it right mm-hmm. so um you know cancer is a funny thing some people can last four years five years some people go out in two months you know what I'm saying it's just it's crazy like that um but he he even with all of that he made like fucking what three Marvel movies uh he he made like about five or six movies in the time that he was really dealing with this cancer shit man. So um, it's really the incredible, incredible that he hats off to him. I mean, you know, he's a strong oh. brother. He lost, you know, can't say he lost the fight. I mean, it was he he did what he 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 fought a long fight. You know, four years I, of that is is a lot. That's a lot, that's man. A good, do, do you guys think he should have been resting more and taking better care of himself? Or do you nope. think that he made the right choice by putting that work in? Balls to the wall, baby. Yeah, you live your life, man. It's passion you know, and purpose. You can you can either you can do one or two things. You can say, all right, let's do this chemo thing and, and let's kill me quicker. Or you can say, fuck it. This it's not going to kill me that fast. And, and and let me change my diet. Let me let me do certain things and see if I can be, beat this holistically. And that's the road he took. That's why he probably lived so long. If he would have went to the chemo and all. I mean, I don't know what his treatment was, but I'm going to guess just be if he'd have been doing chemo for three, four years, it, he would have looked a lot worse than he did now. Unless they were doing some sort of other treatment for him, Colin is probably um, they were probably putting those like radiation pellets or whatever there, quite possibly. But um, I don't know what his treatment was. But for four years, he if he was getting if he was getting chemotherapy for four years, you, he's beyond strong. Yeah, because that shit is. I, I saw I saw what it did to my mother. That shit tears you the fuck up mm-hmm. and. I, I don't think he was doing a chemo. I think he was probably going holistically. I'm I'm just judging by how he looked. You know what I'm saying? He didn't look fucked up until the end, of course, because that's what happens with cancer. But, yo, man, he was a beast. Mm-hmm. Four years, and he was still doing his thing. Yo, hats off, man. 
and he left a great legacy, hands down. Yeah, you know, man. hands fucking down. Our condolences to the Bozeman family, and uh, you know, we wish you guys the best. Our, our, our hearts and prayers are with you, and not just him, but we lost the legendary, world-renowned, towering John Thompson. And uh, I just actually found out right b- before this show. Uh, I didn't even know. Uh, so L dot O dot just told me, and I was like, "Wow, that was my guy." That was my childhood watching Georgetown basketball. Mm. Yeah, the, I don't know why the Hoyas became my team. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what Georgetown was. Wow. I think it was because it had a black. They had a black head coach, mm. and for some reason, I identified with with that. And um, then yeah. Patrick Ewing was playing when we were kids. That's when Patrick Ewing was exactly. playing at at Georgetown. So yeah. you had yeah. Patrick Ewing and. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, you know, and that coach, you know, he was a iconic coach because he was the only black face you can see that was a head coach at a school like Georgetown. Yeah. You know, nice. and you you had you looked at him, even if you didn't follow basketball, you knew who he was because yeah. he was a black coach of a very white school. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's dope. I mean, you know, condolences to him. But yeah, he was a part of our childhood. Seeing his face and doing what he was doing on the on the on uh, basketball court. The way I think about Coach Thompson is that, and I, I said this on my um, Instagram is he was not just a coach. He was a bridge for black men in particular to take their raw talents and move it into a professional life, life, but also to become men like. He has groomed so many men and not to say that they all are perfect or they they haven't had their struggles, but to be that type of champion for people is a powerful station in life. And when you think about how people who are less fortunate than you and you see the potential in them and you help groom that and you help protect it and you cover them in a way to get them from where they are to where they're supposed to be. That's a special human being that, that does that. And that continues to do that. And um, again, these are 2020 has been no fucking joke in terms of taking away the people that have been these um, soldiers uh, in our communities that have, have helped, stand up so many black men and women and 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 provide inspiration and hope so um i i think the best that we can do is remember them and honor them in our lives and try to carry on their work and 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 their integrity but these deaths are really fucking taking a toll like this is uh, this has been an out of control year i think today i think when was it today or or a couple days ago we've crossed 185,000 people dead from COVID 185,000 people and there's people still out here politicizing it and I just I just can't I can't uh, wrap my head around that people still think this is a joke like it's a hoax I got a guy who told me on the thing like if you just stay healthy you'll be okay <laughs> what a fucking idiot like we're all what? trying to stay healthy <laughs> what thing that what the fuck <laughs> okay if Whatever you believe is going on with COVID-19, if you believe that somebody is, it was created in a lab in Wuhan, Dr. Fauci was involved, it's population control, whatever. It's Bill Gates. It's Bill Gates. Bill Gates wants to microchip your ass. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you think it is, still 
185,000 people have died from this thing. Put your mask on. Right. That's it. Put your mask on. But I can't breathe with my mask on. Can you help me? <laughs> Can you help uh, me? Is that, it- that shit pisses me off because I see that shit every fucking day at work. I see that shit all the time. If it was just him, no fucking mask on, yo. Okay, it's not even him that's gonna die. He's gonna give it to his wife, or he's gonna his wife's gonna give it to her coworker, or someone else is gonna die because you're making fucking dumb decisions. Here's my question. So I have a question for you guys. I go on Boston Market the other day. Well, I'm about to go on the Boston Market, and they've got it marked out. They were like, you know, please leave a safe distance, whatever, whatever. First of all. I was tight that I couldn't just order my food online and they bring it to the door, but whatever. Gotta have some so, mac and cheese and some uh yeah, 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 yeah. some pineapple barbecue taters. chicken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mashed taters. Was it cheesy broccoli? What's that? Oh yeah, Mashed that's good. No, I like the uh I like the uh the yams, the yams. So anyway, I'm about to go in and there's a guy that walks up behind me. I'm about to go in and 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 uh, he's got his mask on, and I look in there and there's um six white dudes, and they look like you know, skinny, burly guys, maybe mid thirties, early forties, no mask, maybe construction workers, maybe, you know, this is, this is what we talking about. I don't no wear masks. no fucking masks. All right. <laughs> fucking masks. So the guy behind me says, and, and you know how you go into, you know, these fast food restaurants, especially in New York, there's like the windy, the swim lanes. And I'm like, uh, the guy's like, Hey, you going in? I was like, my dude, all due respect. I'm not going in there until these guys get offline because I'm not standing right behind them while these six guys who I don't know and where they've been, who are all bunched up together, I'm not going to be standing two feet away from these six people with no mask in an enclosed space. And he looked over and he was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And he took two steps back. He was like, take your time. He was like, we can't order anyway. I was like, exactly. And I sat there and I waited till all six of those dudes ordered whatever. So I'm thinking they're going to order their food. They're going to go outside like everybody else, wait for them and get called. Nope. These fools, they go sit in the dining room. You can't sit in the dining room. Yeah, the Boston Market they, had they they, they they did they had a partial <laughs> they were like it's not it's not fully open but they had like eight tables wow. open these guys take up like half of them so yeah. I'm saying so I walk in and I say that and I was like so I said to the dude I was like am I wrong if I say something to them if I'm wrong saying like yo you make you're making me uncomfortable and everybody else in here uncomfortable I'm uncomfortable am I wrong for that no you're not wrong for that but get ready for I, a fight exactly yeah, yeah I didn't his was wrong though what hood is this. Eating Boston chicken. That's wrong. Get out of there. <laughs> that was a sign from the Lord. <laughs> the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Lord said, do not eat this chicken. Not eat this eat chicken it, from this the chicken. Boston of the Massachusetts. I got to tell you, that, that, that chicken was delicious. Um, all right. So this week in racism. This Week in Racism, brought to you by the same people for the last 400 years. My main, 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 main thought on this dude, Kyle Rittenhouse, white guy, goes, excuse me, doesn't go, is driven by his mother, Wisconsin, to participate in the riots with a rifle. Mom lets him out of the car. She knows what he's there for. Make sure you hit some niggers. Police see dude walking around. There is video of him talking to them. And he was like, and they're like, yeah, be safe out here. You know, have at it. And the cops jump out of their assault carrier 
and throw dude a bottle of water. He's like, hey, you want some water? And he threw him a bottle of water because he looked parched. Is this, he's after he's, if, is this after no, he shot this is this, is, this, this is before. before. There's, there's more. There's more. He then goes in, shoots, starts shooting people. Unfortunately, it kills some people. Someone tries to stop him. That man gets killed. Another white dude. Rest in peace. Rest in power. And then after he shoots people, he starts walking. He starts going. The cops go to stop him. He puts his hands up and they let him go. And they didn't arrest him till much later. And guess what? He was taken into custody unscathed. I just want to correct one thing. The oh, sorry. I never attempted to stop him. He walked Well, they arrested him at some point. Yeah, but if you watch the video, they the cops that were on the scene did never attempted to stop him. He basically walked right past them. Mm-hmm. So, so when I see these signs, because what they're doing is putting up signs that say "Blue Lives Matter." When I see these signs that say "Blue Lives Matter," we don't want anyone being killed. However, it's not equitable. To, and and then I see Mr. Jacob, who is shot and paralyzed, shot seven times. I'm so glad he lived. It's just not equitable treatment. And they act like we're not supposed to respond. So first question is, is should Kyle Rittenhouse's mom be arrested for driving him there? And the second question is, should the police be reprimanded and or charged or fired for their behavior and their engagement with this man? Yo, is there a picture of his mama? I got to see what his mama looked like. His mama looked like. His mama look crazy. She, she looks like how you think she would look. Yeah, yeah I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> get in the car. Come on, Cal. Get in the car. Make sure you get all your ammunition. You ready to go? You ready? Yeah. You ready to go there? Make mama proud. Make you, mama proud. If you imagined her looking like Honey Boo Boo, you are correct. Oh, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Oh. Well, before we go out Young there. Young Honey Boo Boo or New Honey Boo Boo? I have oh, no idea. Oh, I don't know who I don't know. Wait, who is Honey Boo Boo? Honey Boo Boo is the the daughter, but the mom pretty much the mama. The, they they <laughs> all are Honey Boo Boo's as far as I'm okay. concerned. Okay, I <laughs> <laughs> them Boo Boo, one Boo Boo, two Boo Boo, three Boo Boo, four Boo Boo. I do know a little bit about the show. I think the mother's name is Mama June. Is that correct? Yes, that's uh, correct. Yes, it is. Okay, that, that's correct. So, uh, Rittenhouse's mom looks like. She's from the same tribe of yeah, uh, absolutely. So she so on the way to driving him, she she had to stop. Let's let's stop at Wawa so I can get go in there and get me something to eat. And she have Doritos and shit and a fucking Mountain Dew. Get me a Mountain Dew. Get Wawa. me a bread. Give me a <laughs> but, big Mountain Dew, baby. But I think I think she's baby. not as high on the totem pole <laughs> because she has one less neck. Oh, so yeah. Is that no. is that is that the uh, that's pecking like, order? Yeah, that's how the more necks you have, <laughs> yeah. the higher your status. Yeah. <laughs> Big had... mama four necks. <laughs> four neck bitch. <laughs> how many necks you got? Yo, the thing that really troubles me about this, I saw the video. I didn't see all of it, but because I've I've kind of gotten like I, I need a break from this shit. But I saw the dude, uh, the kid put up a signal to the police where he puts his the back of his hand then he shows the front of his hand as he's walking towards them and apparently that is some signal i don't know what it means but some masonic shit i don't i don't know i don't know but the fact that he could move with such agency at with 17 years old on his hip is astounding to me particularly yeah. against the backdrop of one political political party suggesting to you that if another political party is in power, 
that is when the bedlam comes. When we are already witnessing bedlam. Mm -hmm. Right. 17, and you feel somehow obligated to protect neighborhoods in which you do not live in? Yeah. He well, he was a cadet. He wanted to be a police officer. He wanted to serve and protect. That's what he wanted to do. He was. That's what the fuck he was. So it was nothing for he, him. This is this. He, it was. He wanted. To, he wanted to kill and oppress, not serve and protect. Right. Well, yeah, that too. But what I'm saying is that's what he would. He was. <laughs> I'm making that a t-shirt. Make that a t-shirt. Exactly. No, but but honestly, you know, this is what his calling in life was. If you hear him tell it, right? And that I'm going to tell you right now. Somehow. He's going to get off. No. No, it's not. I think they're going to hang him out to dry. First of all, he's not legally allowed to carry the weapon that he was carrying. And not in the state he's from, not in the state where he was at. He needs so that's be- so that's one charge. And now we don't we don't we don't know the circumstances of the first I thought he lived in Wisconsin. He doesn't live in no, Wisconsin. No, he doesn't live in he lives in Illinois. I think Illinois, yeah, I think he lives in Illinois. But okay. he's not, yeah. he's only, he was, it was only his town was only like 15 miles away from the town that they were in. Shit, he might get federal charges. I forgot about that. That's across state lines. That's why the yeah. mama's got to be charged wow. because she knew that he had that weapon. She drove him across the state line. That's got to be a federal charge with a semi-automatic weapon. Oh, send them both. Drop them off. You got to do some time. But the fact that the police allowed this kid to walk, did not ask him for a license, did not ask him for ID, did not ask him for well, anything. Wisconsin is, is ridiculous. An open ca- Wisconsin is an open carry state, which means you are allowed to carry a weapon. And unless you are unless. OK, not saying that they shouldn't have stopped him because they should have stopped him because people were telling he just shot somebody. But I'm talking about under, before under, that when under, he showed up. Under, under normal circumstances. Anyone in Wisconsin can walk around with a with an AR-15. And you can it, you can walk around Wisconsin with an AR-15 strapped to your back, or hanging in a in a in a relaxed position, and the cops can't say shit to you. They can't ask you for ID. They can't. I'm saying just the, the way the law is written, not the way mm. that they apply it. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but do you have unless to, you go to the 7-Eleven, then then they can. Or it doesn't matter. You, you have to be 18, but they have oh. to have reason to believe that you are under, not under legally carrying this this weapon. If they just if like the way is open carry, if you're just carrying a weapon, that's not that's not enough of a suspicion to stop you. They can't but, just stop you because you're carrying a weapon. I'm gonna tell you this is really infuriating because if you think about uh Philando uh Castile, yeah, exactly who was talking to the officer, telling him, yes, I have a firearm in this vehicle. Yeah. And he catches some hot ones inside him. Like, are you serious? He didn't even get a chance to show the gun. He was trying to get the gun to show him. And he, he was shot that cop, Was that cop fired? His, his, his ID, his concealed carry ID. He wasn't even going for the gun. Wow. Was that cop fired? I don't think he was. Crazy. And then we have the Jacob, the Jacob Blake case shot seven s- shots, seven sh- times in the back, just you trying to get into his car. You know what's hurting my head about this is these black folks who are trying to justify this brother getting shot in his back seven times. How do you justify that? Because they'll say, well, he shouldn't have been walking around the car. He shouldn't have been mouthing off to the police. Yo, do you know I, I I honestly do not understand you black people who are calling f- to 
be subjugated to secondhand citizenship. Yelling at the police should not yield you getting shot in the back seven times. Walking away from the police should not mean that you're going to get shot in the back seven times. It was it was a, an attempted murder. You know when you pull somebody by the by the uh, heel of their neck, the, the tape of their neck, or sh- the shirt, and you're punching them in the back of the head. Have you ever done that? Any of you? Yeah, I, I do. I do it every Saturday when I go to the supermarket. No, I've never in, done it. In, in a fight, have you ever grabbed someone, measured them up, and then yes, proceed to yes. punch them? Do you know how no. deliberate that is? Hmm. Yes, that is a deliberate action. You are sizing someone up to punch them repeatedly. So imagine the gall, the audacity, or the lack of humanity or respect for human life that you have to have to grab someone, measure them up, and fire your weapon seven times. Mm-hmm. So I heard this. I, somebody, I heard somebody said this. I think somebody said the first time when he grabbed the guy, the gun went off the first time by accident. Because if you watch, he shoots. And then he pauses, like, oh, shit. And then he shoots six more times. That's what I said last week. I I thought the first one was a mistake. And then he decided, I'm going to dump the rest of them. So somebody else made that same argument. And I went back and watched it. And Alaric may be right. But still a deliberate act. Mm -hmm. Regardless, after the first one, you should have stood down. Yeah. At least you should have stepped back to assess. And if you need to maintain your position with your gun on him to make sure that he's not getting a weapon and you're prepared in the event that he does. Where did the first it, shot hit him? I don't know. They don't know. Because I don't know least, if they, I don't know if they, they let out those details yet. I don't know about the first one, but his dad was saying that he was shot in the uh, colon. And um, I can't remember. Is that if you look it up, his dad does uh, kind of detail where all the shots went. Because I'm thinking if it, after the first shot, if it was an accident, he could have pulled back because he, if he hit him with the first shot, you know what I'm saying? If you just if you've just been shot, you you know whatever his reaction would have been. But like you said, he had he had a chance to stand down, and then he could have they could have sub- subsequently arrested the guy, and then he would have had a better chance. The cop would have had a better chance to explain it. But dude, you let off another six shots. It was almost like oh shit, or well, fuck it now. I've already yeah. crossed the line. Let yeah. me let off the whole fucking clip. You know, like, it, what the it, fuck? It, it's sort of like criminals when they go into a, they go into a, a situation where they either have a witness mm-hmm. or no witness. Mm-hmm. You, and you I think that a- that's I think that that's what they that was the intention was to not have a contradictory story. You, you guys ever bump into somebody and knock them down really bad, like accidentally, no. like not see them or whatever, and just like knock somebody down. I've done that. I, I knocked down my two year old today. Okay, that doesn't count. No, it was an accident. <laughs> Get out of my fucking way. You see daddy coming through? This morning. Say daddy one more time. One more time. <laughs> fucking body my house. two year old. Y'all gonna have CPS called on my house. Oh, Lord. It was an accident. Point, point being is if he accidentally shot him, his reaction should have been like, oh, my bad. Let me stop. Like that's that should be your natural reaction. When when I bumped, I knocked somebody over one time, and it, I honestly I did it by accident. That person wasn't looking, I wasn't looking. We bumped into each other. I knocked them down. They fell. I came over. Yo, I'm sorry. I picked them up. So when something, if it was an accident and he shot him, his reaction shouldn't have been to continue shooting. You understand what I'm saying? 
Maybe. The savage. Maybe. Savage. Fucking savage, yo. And he savage, don't, they have criminal. no respect. They have no respect for us. So they don't give a fuck. Because how many fuck how many fucking videos have I seen of white people walling the fuck out on the police, chasing the police, butt naked chasing the police after killing three people and nothing. They don't do anything to them. Motherfuckers shoot up a church, he gets Burger King. What the fuck, B? He just shot four people and they thought that, you know, he just walks away and then they go get him the next day and like it was nothing. Hmm. Where the fuck? Where, where was the beat down? It was nothing. No pistol whipping. Nothing. Motherfuckers get pistol whipped for running a stop sign. He shot four people and two people died. So what the fuck? And in the same breath, they'll tell you black people, calm down. Calm yeah. down. Right. Calm down. So I was thinking about something that about on the last episode where Alaric and, and Leon were on me about, well, the police should never put hands on whatever. So do you guys feel like that's how they treat the average white offender is that they treat him with the proper respect? Are they actually doing their job with a white offender and then they're abusing their privileges with people of color or is their job somewhere in the middle? You guys, I think, I, I think it absolutely depends on where you are in this country. And it for depends sure. on the individual. It de- yeah, it depends on the individual police officer. And it also depends on how much resources the, the person who's the victim of uh, police brutality has, because they're never going to beat up hedge fund managers the way they'll beat up drug dealers. They just don't do it. You're going to find more drugs on Wall Street than you will in East Flatbush tonight. Mm. But they're never going to do any raids up there. Right. Mm. So they respect that they respect they give them that respect that they're just not giving to uh, the black community. So you can't give them that power to say, um, you know, you 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 get to decide who deserves a beating on the street and who doesn't. Yeah, Some of them are just fucking assholes who grew up assholes who want to be police and, 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 you know, don't like black folks because they're just assholes and they were raised to not like black folks and they become police with the, you know, with the, uh, yeah, they want to serve and protect and, and protect white folks from us. And then when they get us, they want to fuck with us. And that's just how they roll. But, but see, I, the thing is like, I can't even say that it's just that it's the institution that's, that's fucked up because you'll have black and Hispanic cops that join the force and they take on the same mentality. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't understand that that's shit. how this, that's how this job works. And if you want to stay on this job, you got to do what we do. Right. So, so you can have a non-racist white person join the police force, but they have to do what police do in this city. You got to do what police do, whether you white, black or, 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 or Latino. You just I agree. Yeah, it's just, a shame. It's a, it's a shame. We, 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 we as citizens should not have to be in fear and second guess our interactions with the police. Our interactions with the police should be in, in line with what is expected based on the circumstances that are at hand. If, if we are violating the law, then we should be getting arrested and taken mm. to jail. If we are seeking help from the police we should not be in fear that we might be misconstrued to be the actual perpetrator when we're the victim and we definitely should not have to worry about if we're laying in our bed being shot by the police doing illegal uh raids so absolutely 
just so, just a quick update on because we we asked the question about um the the officer who killed um Philando Castile he was fired mm. after the verdict he was acquitted but he was still fired after the verdict i wonder if he's on another force Wouldn't probably quietly well with all of the uh depressing news of 2020 what are you guys drinking week's libation i'm just drinking heineken tonight because i've got a very early call time tomorrow so i'm trying to keep my wits about me i'm (laughs) drinking redemption because i need to be redeemed redemption always what you drinking Vin? bex wow this is a lightweight podcast i'm I'm, well i can't say i'm (laughs) drinking tito's with uh raspberry ginger i'm calling it a ventini you're the one drinking it fucking raspberry I have the raspberry, the some raspberry it ginger ale. Splash it! I just want to splash it all over the vodka. Can splash. I have a ventini, please? Ventini. Mm. Yeah, but it's still not a pina colada. Just saying. <laughs> 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 exactly. 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 So outside, let's let's end on a positive note. Give give us something positive going on in your lives. Let's leave the people with something positive. Yo, it's twenty twenty. Ain't nothing else positive out here. <laughs> He's like, fuck it, I'm giving up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's just Shit. make it to twenty twenty one. Yo, Shit. I'm trying to tell you, next year's got to be better. God willing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just want to yeah. encourage everyone to go out and vote. Yeah, no doubt. Just just fucking go to the polls. Get vote yourself like normal. Yeah, get yourself a lawn chair if you have to. Get yourself one of those hats that will shade your face if it's hot that day. It's going to be weird in November. It's going to be like a rare day where it's 98 degrees on a, a, mm-hmm. a November Tuesday. Just just, just get yourself a hot cocoa, whatever. Make yourself comfortable. Stand online. Lines are going to be long. But let's get this fucker out of here. Yeah. And, and if you can vote early, vote early. Plan to vote. Please. Please, get him the fuck. Get get him the fuck out of here, because his people please, gonna go out please. and vote. His people's gonna be out there, so we gotta fucking come out there. I, I saw a great Lincoln Project uh, commercial, or was it a Biden commercial? I can't remember. It was is one of them, but they was they were talking to white voters and saying, "Look, you don't have to vote for Trump. You can still tell your friends you voted for Trump. When you get food, vote for Biden." That's mm. <laughs> what we should do, man. Because this, yeah. could you imagine how can we stack more crazy on top of what we already have? Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is gonna topple over. You know, the only thing funny about that, though, if you tell all white people to do that, and there's only like 500 people who vote for Trump, <laughs> everybody gonna be like, "Wait a minute, I thought you were gonna vote for Trump." I was one of the 500. Yeah. 500. Every time I think they can't go lower, they double down. So let's not ask. What else yeah. can they do? I want to give a shout out to. Kimmy Hayes, who's a friend of the show, who just happens to be my uh, sister-in-law. Uh, she lost her uh, grandmother a couple of weeks ago. Fortunately, we were together. Unfortunately, we had the news while we were visiting them up in Connecticut. So uh, shout out to Granny uh, Sarah and everyone who loved her and all the lives that she touched. Just an amazing woman and just kind. She was kind to me uh, a couple of times that I met her. So um, peace and love. And uh, I will see you people next week peace rest in peace granny we'll talk to you guys next week thank you for listening 
We love you. Follow us on all social media. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Decoding 40. Decoding 40. 